HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. Let's eat in on Heritage Radio Network. Happy Chinese New Year. Gongxi Fa Tai. Okay, that's the Cantonese version, and mine was the Mandarin version. Um, this is Heritage Radio Network at Roberta's, where they do not have a Chinese New Year special, but that's all right. Um, we'll have to talk about how to cook it. My, today's guest is Donnie Tang. Hi. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Johnny is actually a food photographer, um, and he has a series of local Brooklyn or New York City-related food artisans called Foodissants. Yes. Like f- Renaissance. Yeah, yeah. My, my friend came up, like I was coming up with a, a name for it. My friend was like, why don't we just call it Food and Asan? <laughs> I'm like, it's sort of, you know, you kind of know it right away what it is about yeah um, because you're trying to it sounds like it's sort of saying that we're undergoing i don't know what i mean by we but like <laughs> yeah, society uh is undergoing uh, a food essence it is and especially in brooklyn too it's okay. such a huge thing um but eventually i want to do it in other cities as well like okay. I, I did one in seattle at this sort of like oyster bar mm-hmm. and then I got to eat a lot of oysters afterwards, so mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, because it's not limited to just, you know, the, the name is not just... Yeah, 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 one, so yeah. it's good to sort of... Totally, yeah. totally. Um, so uh, that's being shown right now at Powerhouse Arena, bookstore in Dumbo. It's awesome. Or not like that, but it's part it's of It's part a, of it, but yeah. it's also a, a group show with other f- food photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it's a really a cool group. show. Yeah, yeah, it's a... There's a, such a wide range. There's some serious, and then there's mine. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, How is yours different? Mine was... Uh, there was some that are like super stylized, like super artsy. Oh, okay. Uh, there's like this lady stuffing eggs into her face. Whoa. And then there's like other eggs flying around. So I was like very... Huh. Um, High concept? Yeah. Okay. And then mine is just like... Realism. Uh, yeah. Uh, someone pouring soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Polly G's kitchen and sort of so that's one of them yeah yeah 
What are the other ones that you have? The other one. It's just two images. Uh, The other one is uh, in the kitchen at Allswell with uh, Nate Smith. Great. And the other one is Seabing Goods. Is there anywhere you haven't shot (laughs) photography? Uh, Well, I know it's pretty impossible to cover everything. But, I mean, what's on your wish list right now? Well, I, the one I just told you about, uh, Melissa here, the bread baker at Roberta's. Okay. Because I think that's kind of interesting because she makes her bread out in the giant crate in the backyard. Yeah. So it would be nice to... And she starts at four in the morning. So I'd like to get sort of more, more of those yeah. early crazy hours. Um, that is, it's kind of telling, though, that the people are kind of creating... Um, I'm thinking of this weird, like, oven that's in the backyard here at Roberta's. That's their bread oven, and it's built, you know, by the folks here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of, what is it, stone or brick or something. <laughs> uh, that's um, true, actually. It just um, kind of just, like, you know, created um, in this space um to serve this purpose and i I think that's you know it's sort of telling everyone has these really unique setups where um right and it's a great thing about brooklyn is sort of like i'm just gonna make this with this you know it's gonna work (laughs) and um yeah cool well thanks for capturing that in the moment and you know as it's happening the food is on yeah and cats was one of my (laughs) part of my project (laughs) that's right where are my photos how come they're not on display (laughs) well uh yeah that's all right because there was a a theme going on it it was a summery theme too it It was was, a summer theme yeah there's photos of the roof garden at six point and cooking with that stuff yeah in one day that was fun um so uh, just to change subject a tiny bit because it is chinese new year and we didn't really realize this until maybe after scheduling today's interview but um donnie happens to be chinese american (laughs) and i'm half chinese american so uh oh can i i was wondering what's your other my other half is american okay (laughs) okay like it's a you know a mixed bag but yeah um, so, uh, what is, what are some of the traditional foods that you grew up with on New Year's Eve? Um, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? Oh, New Year's Day. Sorry. Um, cause New Year's Eve, it's just sort of more like a f- family get together dinner. And New Year's Day, my, I remember my mom used to buy these sort of very, uh, stretchy glutenous, uh, cake. It's sort of like. Yang Gao. Yeah. 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 And then you, she fry them up in like eggs or something. Okay. And I remember not not liking them at all right. cause just because the texture. The texture is is really the the selling point and also the breaking point yeah. <laughs> for many. It's because I usually just peel the eggs off and just mm-hmm. eat the egg. Oh. Um, yeah, I never put eggs in them. Really? But uh, stir fried up. So this is a very strange glutinous rice cake that you slice up and stir fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a textural difference that um that you know I, I hear the word gummy and uh, yeah, know, it's gummy. Um, being referred to as undesirable in most most cases in American cuisine, or you know, it's an off result, you know, effect. Uh, so I yeah. Don't know. And the other thing she makes is the not make, but she buys. Uh, is the turnip cake, mm. which you usually can get at dim sum. Right. But that's sort of when you usually eat it. On Chinese New Year? On Chinese New Year, yeah, I think. Okay. <laughs> I love that stuff too. <laughs> uh, Lobo gal. Um, okay, so uh, what, are, what, is your, what are you looking forward to cooking tonight? Uh, 
Not sure. Dumpling? Well, I got invited to uh, my friends having a dumpling party. It's always a good thing to do. It's always, yeah. Even if it's not Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we, I think we're, we're just going to do like more of like potluck style. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm actually going to find turnip cake and just fry them at her place. Nice. Nice. And yeah, have a big Chinese food feast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like kind of the grown-up version of <laughs> the New Year's. Is <laughs> yeah. Go to a friend's house and eat a lot of dumplings. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, what do you think about, um, you know, being a grown-up, I guess, uh, celebrating Chinese New Year with friends instead of family? Is it something that, um, because it's the biggest holiday of the year, you know, for it's like the Christmas in the Chinese culture. It is, it is. R- it's culture. It's, my my so my my parents aren't very into Western holidays. Oh, so but then the one big thing is Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually I go home, but then not not this time. But um, my mom would actually cook a whole feast feast with like I think eight or now you have to be there's like certain number of dishes that you have to make eight to I be think. good luck. Yeah, eight is the thing. Right, I think eight or nine actually. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And then a certain each dish has like a specific name to sort of like symbolic, yeah, meaning. symbolic. And then like that's like yeah, there's certain dishes where it only shows up today, <laughs> and and then yeah, and then it's just like you know long long noodles or those for long life, yeah, yeah. for long life or is that hair like the fungus that looks like a hair, fa choy. Uh, what? Oh, that is. <laughs> you never had it like they're like uh like f- fungus that grows out from the ground and it looks That's like hair. hairy yeah no, no they're not hairy it looks like hair oh, um uh, they sell the chinatown bags no okay yeah peculiar um so maybe you're not gonna have a uh, good luck this year if you don't have this eat course meal oh <laughs> uh, uh, probably yeah dang it oh uh, no, I'll probably eat eight things tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and t- now that I mention that. <laughs> I'm just going to eat eight of everything tonight. Okay. Just, so that'll be good luck. Yeah. I'm going to have eight pizzas here. I take it you're not very superstitious. I'm, so this I'm, is no, like, I'm not. Has I'm not. Yeah. skipped the generation a bit. I'm, yeah, not very. And what is your favorite, um, do you have any favorite like Chinese uh, places to eat in the city or... Oh, uh, there is a hole in the wall. Uh, I think there's there's a it's called number one. <laughs> um, it's just sort of like a Cantonese style Western cafe that's sort of in the alley between Elizabeth and Bari. Okay. And they're open to eight, so you, you sort of <laughs> have to get there. Is that good luck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you go um, there, no wait, they'll close. They close eight, uh, <laughs> but it's not like good. I mean, it's good food, but it's not like the best of or, or great. They just kind of like. Uh, also, the atmosphere is always like t- uh, not too crowded. Uh, the service is okay, you know, Chinatown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's sort of. I grew up, you know, I grew up in LA eating, sort of like West. They have like a lot of Western style Chinese food in LA, mm-hmm. like cafes and stuff. And it's I realized that there aren't that much here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, when I found this, I'm like, oh my gosh! You know, oh, I can eat, like I can family. eat like uh, spam with macaroni with with a, with a fried egg. Oh wow! That's yeah, that's 
the thing that I grew up with. I see. So it was like the Cantonese like fusion kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah. So yeah, that's what they do there, and it's you know it's and it's cheap and it's good. Right. Interesting. Is there? It sounds like you would be a bona fide expert on no, 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 eating in restaurants in New York or like Brooklyn or you know, I food. I guess. Okay. What do you think is like the biggest difference between? you know, setting out to eat a Chinese meal and, like, you have totally different expectations from restaurants if you go to, um, you know, a non-Chinese place. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I always tell my friends that if it's not dirty, okay. or Chinese restaurants, uh-huh. if it's not dirty, it's not good. <laughs> Which is true. Like, you know, crap. It sounds like it would be the opposite for anywhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it has to be... Big giant plates, wow. uh, cheap, uh, bad services. But therein <laughs> lies the problem of uh, bringing other people there because you know people don't like dirt. That usually. is that is true. So then I just go by myself or find other like-minded. So you you kind of mean that if the restaurant doesn't care about its appearance and its service, then they're probably focusing on having the best food. Is I guess I sort of not, and I'm not saying this. Uh, but maybe I don't know. It just sort of makes makes me feel like um, also maybe because I think I'm not. I don't really like uh, super fancy restaurants. Okay. And I just want to go in and have a good meal, and you know maybe it may be crappy looking, but sometimes that's all right. Right. Oh. Um, it's not fake or something. Yeah. You're not pretending too trying too hard. Yeah. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It worries me that, <laughs> that you feel that way. <laughs> okay. Maybe you should start another project and, and shoot the dirtiest. Dirty ones. <laughs> well, no. And then they get, maybe they get shut down by the Department of Health then. Because yeah. you know, um, I got to say that, you know, looking at your food photography, those places don't look too dirty that you shoot. They look pretty nice. And everyone looks <laughs> it's happy a lot of, and yeah, passionate. Well, I'm not, yeah. They're... Well, no, they're mostly in the industrial kitchens, though. The ones I sh- shoot. Um, yeah, I guess so. so. Okay. Really yeah, places like the artisans, like the cupcake yeah, yeah, yeah. and the rubicelli. And yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. What was your favorite trip um, going to shoot for Foodissance? Uh Besides shooting at Six, six, six point? point? Yeah, besides no. my photo uh, shoot. It was probably Eastern District. Uh, my friends, Beth and Chris's place, Ellen Greenpoint. Just because they're, uh, it's their their first. Basically, they dropped everything and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna just gonna you know open a store in Greenpoint because that's their passion." Mm -hmm. So it's like I went and actually took pictures of them sort of starting out, Mm -hmm. and sort of that was exciting for for them and for me because uh, so it's just like you know their dreams are like coming true in Brooklyn and like they live a couple few blocks from. From you? From the, no, from that, from, oh, the, from, uh, their, from their store. Place, so yeah. it's like that's perfect. You know, you wake up, you walk to work, and then you walk home, and it's just like and they, they, you know, and they, they, they're doing what they want. They, wow. So yeah, that was exciting. Cool. Well, definitely check those out. Um, and you picked a song to put on the intermission. Yes. Uh, what is it again? Dawes. Dawes. How far we have come? Okay, we'll be right back with Donnie Tang right after the break.
eyes that shine the way for me Show the one that I have followed To see how far I've come And sun that slowly sets on me Be the same to rise tomorrow To see how far I've come These are the days we've sworn upon So far may keep the TV on On behalf of everybody at HeritageRadioNetwork.com, we'd like to send a special thank you to the Hearst Ranch, our biggest supporter and longest-running sponsor since we first started in 2009. Hearst Ranch is the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed, and grass-finished beef. Since 1865, the Hearst family has raised cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of the Central California coast. The result is beef with extraordinary flavor that's as memorable and natural as the surrounding landscape. For more information, visit www.hearstranch.com. Hey, we're back on Let's Eat In with Donnie Ting, today's Hi. guest. Hey. So um, Donnie's been shooting up a storm of food assaults, uh, photos on the series. And this is a series, uh, let me get this straight, that is pretty much going on it's an ongoing thing that you post on your photography yeah, website yeah so okay. it's like uh, so it's like it, it's like people um sort of doing you know making making food by hand like the old sort of old school style mm-hmm. not like it, it, no not like machines and stuff uh and you know just showing how much work it actually takes to mm-hmm. make all these food and like all the hours they spend and like all the things that you usually don't see. See it behind the scenes? Yeah. yeah. And like they actually have to deal with insurance and mm. uh, them being, being sick that they have to ask somebody else to step in. Oh. And all that stuff. It's just cool. like, you know, it's it's just, it's interesting. And it's, you know, it could be me next year, you know, doing the same thing because I was, you know, maybe I may have found something interesting and started cooking and started making <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of um, career changers in this yeah. field. Um, so, uh, and I know that now you've gotten shows, like you had a solo show at the James Beard House, which yes. is awesome. Um, but at first you were just kind of just put, posting them online, and I see a lot of f- other people doing this. Can anyone just pick up a camera, a good camera, and just start their own photo series? And Oh, yeah, of course. Be- I mean, uh, um, I mean, you, you I've, I think the biggest thing is like when people ask me about photography is like you have to be you have to love what you're doing mm-hmm. like I, I love going into people's kitchen restaurants kitchens and just shoot because that's I think more interesting than the play of food that you end up with so there's a lot of interaction yeah and, you know, and, people and skills yeah and I, I sort of I try to stay in touch with those uh, those chefs and artists just because you know I, I love what they do mm-hmm. and so if you you like what you do, what you shoot, then it's sort of just, you know, it's sort of natural that, you know, people will sort of uh, draw Ask to your you. project. Yeah, I see. That's true. So you're doing a book now with um, with a, a upcoming cookbook by Blondie and Brownie? Yes. The blog? They, uh, yes, they, uh, they're writing about New York street food. Cool. Uh, and, yeah, I'm helping out with photos. 
Cool. And um, are these mostly like on the scene photos or also plated food photos? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> it's um, okay. I think well, there's gonna be like uh, recipes from the trucks. And so I think it's going to be, be pictures. Of, to yeah, 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 inside a truck. Yeah. How do you um like? Do you use a motion, fast motion lens usually when you're out, like, or when you shoot these folks kneading and mixing and pouring stuff? Is there any tricks to grab really good motion, like in the mom in the motion shots? Because uh, I'm well, terrible at that. <laughs> I always come out bl- blurry. <laughs> I, f- I feel like. Uh, the more you shoot, the more you sort of know when to expect things. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of know when, where you're supposed to stand, in a way. because uh, huh. you, you shoot so much. And then, like, I, I used Should to shoot... Should the light be behind me or in front of me or... Well, I guess that's... It all depends, I guess. It, it <laughs> depends what what you're trying to convey or your style. Uh, like, I know... So, I have another, another blog uh, where I actually interview other food photographers... Uh-huh. And it's just interesting to see how they uh, feel about their photography because sometimes they, you know, I've interviewed someone with uh, food photos where it's just all white background. Oh, and, you know, cool. and then there's that's another thing. food photographer where it's all black background. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that's like, oh, there's too much shadow. It's too much. It's too dark. But then for him, it's like it's a, you know, it's it's a style. That's what he does. So it's it's. It, it depends. Okay. One quick question. Do you shoot like just multiple shots while somebody is pouring or kneading? To uh, get, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if there is certain, if we, well, if, if that, yeah, if person is doing something. And you, you just pick from the Yeah. Pile. I mean like, okay. cause sometimes your first shot isn't that great. Okay. Or you think it's great, but then when you go and go back to your computer, it's like, yeah, that's boring. <laughs> so yeah, you would want to shoot, uh, couple more extra just yeah, in case yeah and uh yeah that's the thing about All the right. too. i gotta get one of those better cameras <laughs> <I guess. laughs> and what is the name of this blog that you interview photographers on uh great food photos okay that's easy enough check it out <laughs> i'll have to check it out too um and so now we have my favorite question of the day um <laughs> uh what is the ultimate romantic date meal oh wait romantic what date meal uh, I was asked this question last year. Oh yeah, because you're on the Valentine's Day show with <laughs> Nicole Which, Taylor. Okay. Yeah, I I picked shabu shabu. Shabu shabu. Yeah, That's I thought fun. this because it's 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 in a way it's intimate. Um, because you actually it's hot pot where hot, you have to cook. In yeah, there. yeah. So the sort of the interaction where you cook your food mm-hmm. you eat from the same bowl, bowl. Or whatever. and it's you know you usually eat it in winter time so that your home would be nice but what and if your hot. date is in the yeah. summer um uh, let me see <laughs> okay i just eat oh okay ice cream at the biggie ice cream shop oh nice, nice. <laughs> all right so would you ever do shabu shabu at home Oh, that's what, yeah. I always that's what do. you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Because, yeah, it's just more fun. Uh, yeah. So you, do you have to have one of those plug-in um, walks that just kind of keeps it bubbling at the table? Well, I do it the sort of the old school way. I bought a portable burner with those gas tank. Oh, I you see. You put in. that right on the table. Yeah. Um, and I bought it. I have a pot. My, my The pot that I bought has a, a 
divider that goes in the middle, so you can do two That's the different, right way to do it. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you do plain and spicy. And, or, so di- two different broths. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I got to get one of those. <laughs> I'm actually, my friends wanted to do a hot pot party for New Year's, and so I, I only have one kind of big pot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'd be Chinatown. good to separate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, so and anything goes, just keep throwing more stuff in there in the yeah pot. yeah yeah uh yeah pretty much anything goes a good um, variety dumplings beef pork chicken you know you know sli- you know get them really thin so they cook faster and how do you slice them really thin well i cheat by going to they buy they sell packs okay already for you. <laughs> really thinly so sliced. It's, yeah, yeah yeah so it's it says hot hot pot beef okay so you just buy a pack all right. Where's yeah. your favorite place to shop in Chinatown for this? Uh, probably stuff? the Hong Kong supermarket. Supermarket. Yeah, yeah. Up on Elizabeth and uh, I don't know between Hester. Con- Hester. 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 Yeah, that place is enormous. Yes, they uh, renovated it a couple months ago. Well, it, it definitely fits the um, man. This place is enormous. It's like a big supermarket where they, you have everything, um, but it definitely fits to me. Um, the definition of a good restaurant to Donnie because it's kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and don't go today because it'd be super packed. Oh, because everyone's like just going everyone's there pushing and yeah, you yeah, over yeah, yeah. to get their yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, uh, happy New Year! It is the year of the dragon. And is there anything that you know of? Because everyone's asking me this. Um, you know, last year or one year it was a rabbit, so let's cook rabbit. <laughs> and it, there was like, you know, there's this kind of like fun little plant. Like when it was ox, I made ox dumplings, right? You know, ox tail or whatever. Um, any dragon related? Dra- I don't foods? know. It's a, it's it's the one mythical. It's the only non real yeah. animal. So I think it's the one year that you can do whatever you want. Okay. Right, invent, so like, yeah, your own mythical dish. Mythical dish. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a good year for us? Do you think? I have no idea. Okay, I, I don't know. My, I, my, I, my mom, my mom knows these things, so okay. she would usually tell me, "No, you have to go, go to the temple and do something." So I have to go and do something. I hear it's a very lucky year, and um, for some reason, um, from some superstitions, and even in China, a lot of people wait to have their babies so that, or they what? time it so that they can have a baby on this year, because it's very lucky. So uh, yeah, there's, there's so if you're if you're expect or want to have a baby in the next nine months or so, hurry do up. it now, <laughs> do it today. <laughs> but yeah, we're I'm clearly not an expert on this. Um, <laughs> Only on food, well, or not even that much. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to say that, but uh, I, yeah. When people ask me about Chinese food, I was like, I don't know. I, I kind of grew up with what my mom makes, and right, it's she, a home. Cook. Yeah, yeah. And she usually does. She does whatever she wants. Cool. And so, and since, since we're from Hong Kong, we got a lot of like Western influences. Mm-hmm. So it's just like. We eat, we eat a lot of spam over eggs, spam and eggs over rice. Do you make that sometimes too? <laughs> yeah, that's my lazy day? meal. That's her okay. lazy meal. Oh, okay. She doesn't want to cook, but she has to like fried she, egg, spam, and over rice, rice with a little bit Maggie seasoning. Oh, the Maggie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow, that's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. That's <laughs> so good. I love spam. Sorry. I think we should do a dumpling variation on that with uh, some spam and the dumpling. Oh, we should do that. that. Could be fun. Something to think Your about. Your next dumpling class. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> cool. So I know that the current exhibition on food photography is at um, Powerhouse till the end of this week. Yes. What else have you got going up? Any um, shows? Uh... Nothing Currently. much. Well, there are a couple of things I'm working on. That I can't say. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, because it's not. Uh, no, there's uh, you know other people. Yeah. Uh, stuff that I'm helping out. Okay. Well, but, you're continually adding more yeah, to yeah. the online version yeah. of the show, which is I think the, the the best way to view it anyway. Viewing these photography o- online. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, makes it, it very it, simple. Yeah, and it's it's weird seeing it on the wall. Yeah, all, all, all framed and you have to pay big. for the printing. Yeah. What's up with that? <laughs> that yeah, it's Who very expensive. But you know that's the beauty. It's a, it's a now that's like it's not the only way you can see photography. Yeah, so the internet. Cool. Well, keep on doing what you're doing, Thanks. and uh, I hope that. Um, you'll have more to share with me on how to not get blurry shots. Maybe soon. I'll teach a class. Yeah, maybe you'll have to teach a class soon on food photography. I would go to it. <laughs> cool. And what's the name of your website? Uh, foodassance.com. And the other one is greatfoodphotos.com. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Sonny. And Thank you. That's about all the time we got. Happy New Year once again. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening. You know what, man?